Hi, I'm Henry Becerra, pastor of City Church International, and this is our church podcast. Thank you for listening today. I hope this message encourages and empowers you. Hey everyone, come on, it is Sunday. Come on, best day ever. First day of the week. It's so amazing that we get to come into your space and we are grateful that you allow us to be in your space, whether you're at work, you're driving and listening, you're watching right there in your living room or in your bedroom or just sipping on a, come on, some hot coffee and some Jesus. Let's go. Come on. It's never the same without you. And we want to say thank you so much. And today, you know, I believe we're going to be elevated. I believe we're going to thrive today. And today's session, you know, I'm going to be talking about how to change your attitude. You heard that right. How to change your attitude. And by the way, if you're watching right now, why don't you share this video, share this content? I believe not only we need to hear this and or listen, but other people need to watch and listen. So how to change your attitude. And I want to just say thank you in behalf of City Church International for being a subscriber to our YouTube channel. We can't reach a billion soul harvest without your subscription. But let's go to another level. Be a social media evangelist and share this contest. Help us reach a billion so harvest. And if you haven't subscribed, subscribe now. What are you waiting for? Hit that subscription button. Come on. And if you didn't know, you can go to Anchor or Spotify and you can listen while you're working out or you're just relaxing or driving to work. Many ways that we can give you powerful resources and tools for everyday living. Come on. We believe there's a champion in you. We believe that, come on, that God is transforming followers into leaders to becoming agents of change. Come on. Let's dominate this morning and let's crush this morning. Get your iPad out, get your notepad, get your paper pen. Let's be great students and let's go crush this week on how to change your attitude. Let's pray right now. Father, we thank you, Father, for this morning. We thank you for this day that you've given us. Have your way with us today, Father, Lord God, invade our lives, Holy Spirit, to inspire to impact and transform our lives. So Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I pray that today, wherever people are watching or listening, Father, they will be transformed by the power of your love. So Father, in Jesus' name, have your way in these few moments, amen. Come on, if you love Jesus, why doesn't someone right now, just somebody, one person, come on from around the world that is grateful for God. Come on, thankful to God today. Come on, put it on the chat line. Let's engage. Come on, let's lean in and let's give Jesus a high praise. Come on, we love Jesus. Come on. So today, how to change your attitude. Other than our relationship with God, our attitude determines our success or failure. Come on. Other than our relationship with God, our attitudes determine our success or failure in life more than anything else. Let me 
break it down like this. Attitudes run in groups. What do I mean by that? You know, families have certain attitudes. Businesses have attitudes too. Churches have distinctive attitudes as well. Romans 12, 2, look at what the Apostle Paul teaches us here. It says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In other words, Paul was telling us being conformed to the world in our thinking means our orientation is identical to how the world thinks. Come on, we're not here to go with the world. We're not here to go with the culture, the trend, what's trendy. No, come on, we're here to be the trendsetters. We're here to transform culture. We're here to invade culture, come on, and bring the kingdom, heaven on earth. But it all determines with our mind. You know, and Paul says that we need to think like God thinks. Come on, somebody. As a matter of fact, scripture tells us that we have the mind of Christ. So Paul is challenging us here today that we have to have, we have to think the way God thinks. In other words, we must conform to biblical ways of thinking, biblical ways of thinking. And let me tell you, when we do, when we apply, when we implement, when we activate daily biblical ways of living, come on, let me tell you, your life, my life, will be transformed. So when we do, our lives will be transformed. So here's a question as we start this morning, this day, evening, night, whenever you're watching. Here's a question for you and I. So do you have a godly attitude or a worldly attitude? It's a question for you and I to answer. Come on. I believe that today, in today's message, I'm going to share five truths. Come on. I'm going to share five truths to a positive attitude or to a, you know, a new attitude, a, a joyful attitude, a winning attitude. You know, come on, an elevated attitude, a transformed attitude. Come on. Five truths. Come on of how we're gonna elevate, come on, five truths about attitudes. Point number one, here's number one, write it down. Attitudes are a choice. Did you hear that? Attitudes are a choice. I'm reminded of the story that I read once and I heard once about this prisoner that was put in a concentration camp many years ago. And this man named Viktor Frankl was a Nazi prisoner at Auschwitz during World War II. I remember this man because his, hearing his story really inspired me and really brought perspective to me on attitude, you know? So he was a Nazi prisoner at Auschwitz during World War II. The Nazis had killed his family. They had killed Viktor Frankl's family. 
and they put him into forced labor in a concentration camp and worse circumstances than any of us have ever experienced. The atrocities, the adversities, everything that he went through, some worse experiences that you and I, you're probably wondering, well, COVID and this and shutdown. No, this has no comparison to what Victor went through. But can I tell you, but Frankel chose to suffer with dignity. It reminds me the life of Jesus. He suffered with dignity. And this is what Frankel, Victor Frankel said, quote unquote. He said this, regardless of what the Nazis do to me, I will never hate one of them. Wow. That is a mic drop right there. No matter what the Nazis do to me, I will never hate one of them. They had killed his family, but he chose because of his attitude to suffer with dignity. Let me tell you, Victor Frankl, he survived the camp and he went on to become a powerful motivational speaker all over the world. And they could not destroy, watch this, they could not destroy his attitude. Mm, this is powerful. So number one, attitude is our choice. Number two, come on, we're learning about five truths about changing our attitude. Number two, attitudes are not caused by people or circumstances. They're not caused by people or circumstances. What do I mean? Here we go. Adam and Eve, they lived in a perfect paradise, but, but they were ungrateful. They had rebellious attitudes. On the other hand, David praised God. He worshiped God. He wrote some powerful Psalms. Who, and during this whole time, as he was writing uh, powerful Psalms, Saul was trying to kill him. Did you hear that? He was writing psalms and some powerful praise songs while Saul was trying to kill him. Come on. Many people are convinced they would have better attitudes. Listen closely. They would have better attitudes with improved circumstances. What do I mean? People say, well, if I wasn't going through this, if these cards weren't, wouldn't have been dealt with to me, if this wouldn't have happened, my life would be better, you know? Well, but you don't know what they did to me and you don't know how it really went down. And you know, it's just, it's just drama, it's baggage, it's entitlement, come on. It's just a bad attitude. You think, you know, it's entitlement that people think that, that, they, that they owe you something because you know what? And let me tell you today, attitudes are not caused by people or circumstances. People want to always point the finger to people. They want to point the finger to a circumstance. Well, they did this to me and this happened to me. And I went through this and you don't know my problem and you don't know my situation. Well, guess what? Enter the, come on, enter the league. 
Everybody has problems. Everybody's gone through something. But just like Viktor Frankl, just like Jesus, they chose to suffer with dignity. He said, you know what? No matter how the Nazis treat me, I will not hate no Nazi. Come on, it's just like Jesus. He went to the cross. He died for you and I. And the reason he went to the cross, the Bible says that he was even obedient even unto death. You know what Hebrews talks about? How he saw us. He saw us already in advance. He was doing it for you and I. He knew how bad we were going to be. He knew that we would deny him. He knew we would reject him. He knew we would backslide. He knew we would fall off, you know, the grid. He knew all this, but he still did it for us. He says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son just for you and I. Come on, somebody. But attitudes are a choice. Come on. Attitudes are a choice. You can't blame them on your reality. Wow. I would write that down right now. You can't blame them on your reality just because of what's going on, your circumstance, your situation. This happened to you. That happened to you. You were in a car wreck. You lost your job. All these different things. Come on. Attitudes. Attitudes are a choice. And stop blaming them on your reality. Number three, joy, positivity, happiness is a chosen attitude, not a state of being. Let me say that again. Joy, positivity, happiness is a chosen attitude, not a state of being. What am I saying? Joy can't be traveled to, owned, earned, worn, or consumed. We choose it. We choose joy. We choose positivity. We choose happiness. Come on, somebody. You've been depressed for too long. You've been discouraged too long. You've allowed the enemy, come on, to play you like a fool. Come on, you've allowed the enemy to steal your time and your peace and your joy, your sleep. He's been stealing all this, but it is time to rise up today and choose joy today. Choose happiness, choose positivity. You may say, oh, well, pastor, that's a little bit of candy candy-coated gospel here. No, it's not. It is a choice. Come on, somebody. It is a choice. As a matter of fact, I see, I see a lot of people that read the Bible, know the Bible, and, and, and they, they look like they've been baptized in lemon juice. You know, they, 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 they look like they've been, you know, like hangers. Just, they're just hanging down with their head down. Come on, I need you to rise up today. I need something, come on, right now in the insight. As a matter of fact, to be provoked in you, to be activated, to choose joy today. I can't do it for you. God can't do it for you. You have to unlock you to choose joy today. My God, I feel like preaching here. I feel preaching coming on me. Then I tell you, we choose it. We choose joy. Let me tell you, joy, it is a spiritual experience of living every minute with grace. Come on, love, attitude. It's a spiritual experience. 
In fact, my wife and I, PJ and I, come on, we come from terrible backgrounds. We come from terrible backgrounds. Everybody that knows our story, you know what I'm talking about. I don't have time to get into our story. Because I'm not here to say about all these bad things that happened. Yeah, a lot of bad things. Yes, environments. Yes, you know, a lot of things that we went through. But can I tell you, my wife and I, we coming from terrible backgrounds, but we chose joy. We choose happiness. We choose positivity. We cheat. We choose. Come on, I almost said we cheese. Come on. But we choose, come on, to be the most joyful people around, positive people around, life-giving people around, kindest, generous, come on, somebody, just like Viktor Frankl, just like Jesus, come on. We got to lead like Jesus. Let's go. Number four, God rewards Good attitudes and disciplines bad ones. Let me say that again. Number four, God rewards good attitudes and discipline bad ones. And you're probably saying, well, pastor, you know, I thought that God doesn't, uh, um, you know, doesn't punish people. I'm not talking about that because he doesn't punish people. But can I tell you, God loves you so much he cannot leave you the same. My God. And look at what it says here in Proverbs 3, verse 11 and 12. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. Verse 12, just whom, for whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Come on. He whom he loves, he chastens. Can I tell you in the Hebrew translation, this is what it means. He gives, he brings cor correction. Come on. He brings correction for those he loves. Come on, because he loves you so much, he cannot leave you the same. And there's so many other powerful scriptures when it comes to, you know, for, for discipline, how he chastens us, how he loves us. You can go to Hebrews 12, 6 through 8. You can go to Psalms 94, 12 and read more on your own time. Come on. Good parents, watch this. Good parents know attitudes turn into behavior. So disciplining a bad attitude prevents a bad behavior from taking place in your child, in your son or your daughter. There's times when I've had to correct my daughter, Bella Grace. I've had to correct her and put her in her place and not give her the what, but give her the why. The, the why behind the why so she can learn and see the bigger picture. I see that attitude, but if you don't chasten that attitude, it leads to behavior. Come on, let's go. The Lord loves us too much not to fight for us when we're headed the wrong way. Come on. Headed for the wrong way. In other words, you know, he corrects us so that we can stay on track. Because he loves us too much that he sees us going the wrong way. And he'll bring some correction to us. Come on, correction for direction. My God, somebody, I just felt that right now. I believe somebody was, 
was drifting. I believe somebody was kind of just kind of going over to the other side, but God is bringing correction for direction. I'm here to remind you that he still loves you. And this is why he wants to discipline you because he loves you. He, he knows you're already going the wrong way. He knows you're on the wrong path, but come on. He loves you so much that today he's rearranging, he's shifting, he's closing, he's opening so that you can get back on track. I feel someone's attitude is getting back on track today. Woo! Come on, somebody. So the Lord loves us too much not to fight for us when we're headed the wrong way. So he doesn't wait until we act out by disciplining a bad attitude. He prevents us from eventually heading in the wrong direction. Come on, somebody. I believe today you have that choice to make today, to choose the right attitude. Number five, point number five, here we go. Good attitudes lead to success and bad attitudes precede failure. Let me say that again, number, number five. Good attitudes lead to success and bad attitudes precede failure. Can I tell you, your attitude predicts how What's going to happen in your life? Let me say that again. Your attitudes predict what's going to happen in your life. Look at what it says here in James 4.10. James 4.10. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He, come on, He will lift you up. But you got to humble yourselves in the Lord. So what is it saying here? This means God may only be waiting for humility to come out of your life. Humility and attitude change before he blesses you and I. You're probably wondering, well, when is God going to promote me? When is God going to elevate me? When is this door going to open? When is this opportunity going to come to fruition? When is this miracle, this breakthrough? When, could it be that God is waiting for your humility? Come on. Could it be that God is waiting for your attitude to change before he can bless you? Oh, Jesus. Come on, somebody. How are you oriented toward the world? Do you approach your circumstances with a bad attitude or a good one? That's a, come on, that's a question for you and I to answer. Why don't we pause right now to examine ourselves? Come on, I challenge you, examine yourself right now. If your attitude is worldly and negative, come on. If you feel right now you've been your attitude's just been very negative and down and discouraging and you've been speaking bad and uh, you know, you've been tearing yourself apart. Can I tell you today, right now, you can ask God, listen closely, you can ask God to help change your attitude into one that is godly and positive. But can can I tell you, you can ask God, God, change my worldly attitude. Make it a godly attitude. Make it a positive attitude. You can pray that to God, but then it's your choice. 
Wow. You can tell him that, but then it's your choice. You got to make a choice. You got to make a choice, you know, to have a good, positive attitude. You got to choose joy. You got to choose happiness. You got to choose positivity. You can pray all you want, but it still comes down. You have to make the choice. I'm reminded of Paul. Do not be conformed to the world's way of thinking, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, every battle is won from one ear to the other ear, and it depends on you. Our attitude determines our altitude. So let's review today. Number one, we're talking on five truths about attitudes. Number one, attitudes are a choice. Number two, attitudes are not caused by people or circumstances. Number three, joy, happiness is a chosen attitude, not a state of being. Number four, God rewards good attitudes and disciplines bad ones. Number five, good attitudes lead to success and bad attitudes precede failure. We have to examine ourselves. And like I mentioned earlier, you may say, I have a poor attitude. I have a defeated attitude. I have a victim attitude. I have a negative attitude. My environment, the things I've said, the things I've done, the people that have done to me. Okay, fine and dandy, join the club. Everyone's been through something. And you can tell God, God, change my worldly attitude, change my worldly thinking, and give me a godly thinking. Give me the mind of Christ. Give me a positive thinking. But number two, then it's your choice. Today, what choice will you make? A positive or a negative? <laughs> we read through scripture. God's not punishing you. He's bringing correction for direction because he so loves you. I'm his favorite one in the whole wide world, but he also loves you. I'm not going to be selfish. Come on, somebody. You better put it on the chat line. Don't hate on me. Come on. I'm here to give you that opportunity to say this. I believe that everything starts with your heart. And maybe I don't know what background you're from. Maybe this is the first time you ever hear about Jesus. But can I tell you today, I want to introduce you to this Jesus. And when you give him your heart and he comes into your heart, he changes everything. And he loves you so much that he cannot leave you the same. As a matter of fact, maybe all this time you've been thinking that God is mad at you. That's incorrect. But he is madly in love with you. So today, make this simple prayer from your heart that will move the heart of God. You see, you're probably trying to read what's on my shirt. The word never is scratched out. The word tomorrow is scratched out. But the word now is bold and loud because I believe now is the choice. Now, this moment, you're gonna seize this opportunity to just say, Jesus, I give you my life. 
right now, wherever you're at, I give you my life, Jesus. If you just prayed that, put it on the chat line and put on there, I have decided. I have decided. DM us. Put us on the chat line. Send us a message and say, I have decided. Come on. And today, that first conversation will lead to many more conversations between you and God. And we want to give you the tools and the handles so that you can navigate through everyday life. Come on, because God has called you to prosper. God has called you to overcome. God has called you to win. God has called you to grow. God has called you, come on, to rise higher and soar higher. Come on, we're so proud of you. Come on, because you said yes to God. I'm reminded when you submit and you surrender, it leads to victory. So at this time, we never want to close out with giving people the opportunity to be generous. The culture at City Church International is simply this. We don't give to get, we get to give. Come on, giving generosity is who we are. It's our DNA. And I believe that the world of the generous gets larger and larger. Through your generosity, we continually generate change. It makes a difference. Here is some of the ways you can give today. It is very simple, safe, and secure. Click the link in the bio on your Facebook or Instagram or text to give. City Church INT to 77977. And we declare Psalm 6511 that come on, he will crown your year with his goodness and his path will drip with his abundance. We think, we believe, we expect, we receive. Increase, increase, increase. Come on, in our lives and all around us. Come on, thank you for your faithful partnership for all the family and faith and partners from around the world. Thank you so much in behalf of City Church International. Come on, let's go. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious unto you. Lift his countenance over your life and give you his peace. I declare and decree all things new in Jesus name. Come on, as we deploy into the world, love God, love people, serve others and change the world. Let's go. Let's dominate and share this video. We love you.